We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. What is going on, crafters? Welcome back to another episode of Dig Straight Down with me, your host, Rebel JC. If this is your first time tuning into the show, you were scrolling through your podcast feed and you saw, hey, Dig Straight Down, that sounds like it might be about Minecraft. Well, you would be right because this is a podcast all about Minecraft updates. We talk about updates that are actually coming to the game that Mojang has announced, such as Minecraft 1.21, that's bringing things such as the breeze, the wind charge, the trial chambers, the crafter, a lot of different kinds of things are coming to the game in the future. So we talk about those things, but we also we also talk about things we would like to see to come to the game. Things that we think would come to the game in the future, we like to speculate and theorize and talk about things like that. So if those are things that interest you at all in any shape, form, or fashion, you are in the right place and I want to extend a very warm welcome to you here. We have a great community being built up around this podcast and I would love to see you join it. So if you enjoy this podcast, you like what you hear, why don't you scroll on down to the description of this episode on whatever platform you're listening to and click the link that leads you to the community discord and you can join and start chatting with people there, people who like Minecraft, people who like the podcast. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of fun being had over there. But first, before we get into all of that, let's get into the Q&A segment of this episode. And uh, the Q&A segment of this episode, I like to turn the spotlight on you guys, the audience, uh, and give you chance, give you guys a chance to tell me your opinions and thoughts on the game. So uh, a few episodes ago, I asked you guys this question. Do you think the wind charge will be more popular as a weapon? or as a jump boost. Now, the wind charge is a thing that is coming to the game in 1.21. It is a uh, looted item that you will get from defeating the breeze. The breeze is going to drop between four to six wind charges. This is going to be affected by the loot enchantment on your swords or whatever you're using. And the wind charge uh, generally serves two purposes. You can use it offensively. It deals damage when you throw it at uh, an entity. It will deal damage to that entity. It also has a knockback effect uh, to that entity. If you if you kind of aim a little bit off to the side of the, your target and you, and you throw the wind charge, it will have sort of an area of effect where you will uh, then use, you know, have a knockback effect on your target. Uh, but you can also use that knockback effect on yourself by jumping and clicking down at your feet. And when that uh, wind charge collides, it will boost you up into the air, thus serving as a jump boost. So that kind of has two two uses. And I wanted to see what you guys thought about that and which one you thought would be the most popular. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. 
Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Let's start here with Tater Tots. And Tater Tots says, probably as a weapon, but I don't do PvP, so I'm using them as jump boost. The Legender says, I don't think that they will be used much in PvP. They don't do much damage, and there's other ways to do knockback. They might be used for transportation in PvP, though. I think they will be mainly used for redstone and redstone traps specifically, which is kind of like PvP. So there's an interesting thought that it will kind of have an indirect use in PvP. It'll be more about those uh, remote activations of uh, redstone traps. And I think that we're probably going to see a lot of that come because, of course, the, reds, the, the, the wind charge actually interacts with a lot of uh, redstone um, features such as buttons and levers um, and even doors and trap doors and uh, fence gates, things like that can be activated and opened with a wind charge. So again, I think that that's going to be something that we see a lot of creative uses for uh, as this comes to the game. Omega Godzilla says, I think they will be for sure used more as a jump boost. Uh, from a feature standpoint, I think it works better as a jump boost, mainly because it's something new. There's not something revolutionary about moving something backwards in the game, we have not back already, but beyond potions, jump modifications are relatively new. And that's a good point as well. There are already knockback related things in the game uh, in the form of knockback explosions, but or knockback enchantments. But we also have explosions already that deal knockback effects. So it's not a new feature in uh, in that arena. But the jump boost is a new feature because we only have one thing that gives us jump boost. And that's the jump boost effect that you can get from potions or the beacon. But the wind charge is going to be easier to get than a beacon or the jump boost potion. So um, I, would, I would argue, yeah, I agree with this, that this is going to be used a lot for jump boost. Silver Vortex says, while both options are equally as creative, I would say a jump boost, since you're gaining a lot of air. And yeah, I've seen a lot of people use these to really get quite high up um, in, in the air uh, with their getting the timings right and understanding how mechanics work. I think it's going to take a lot of practice to um, get to know how this thing really works. Um, but I have seen a lot of people do some amazing things. And one of the things that I think is really cool about the wind charge is that, say, you're, uh, you jump from Y60. Let's just say Y60. You're, you're on the ground at Y60. Uh, you do the jump boost, and you jump, and you fall back. You know, may, maybe you jump about, if you, if you do a really good jump, you jump about five blocks in the air, six, seven blocks in the air. You fall back right onto Y60, you take no damage. It's calculating the damage that you take from the Y level you collided with that wind charge at. So you collide with the wind charge at Y60, you fall back to Y60, you take no damage. But you fall to Y59, then you take some damage. Uh, so I really like that, and it's going to be that's going to be very useful and for a lot of things. The Arch Villager says they are useful for PvP, for pushing enemies away, 
but is useful to launch yourself up and land for a critical hit. Honestly, I think people will start shooting them at each other, while survival players will launch themselves up high places. So launching. Um, that's an interesting point. I don't know how this will work for uh, critical attacks, if it will make critical attacks stronger if you, uh, if you land it from a higher, higher altitude. That would be interesting to see. I think that that's something that needs to be tested. Dragonfish says jump boost for sure, since you don't take any damage to a certain extent. Again, referencing the uh, the Y-level calculation of where you take the fall damage at after you collide with a wind charge. Miles says it will likely be mu more used in combat due to the knockback area being quite big. Energy Turtle says a weapon. You can blow away your enemies, making for interesting combat combos, plus you can blow your opponents over cliffs. And yeah, I do think that we're going to see a lot of that go on um, <laughs> in PvP matches. Donkey Konga says it will start as a jump boost and then become something more to do with PvP once players learn how to use it. And that's a good point, too. A lot of these new features will evolve over time uh, depending on how the community uses them. Um, there's a lot of features in the game that had a particular use. And then the community realized, hey, this can actually do something else quite useful. I'm thinking about beds being used in uh, the end to kill the Ender Dragon really quickly. Um, so there could be uses uh, for the wind charge that we're just not aware of quite yet. And uh, when, once we learn what the wind charge can actually do and some interesting mechanics that it has, then we'll start seeing a meta form around this feature. And um, maybe it will evolve more into PvP than it will as a jump boost uh, movement mechanic. And finally, we have Torben who says, I think jump boost, but everyone should be using them to transport redstone signals over long gaps. Use a dispenser that fires a charge at a button, transporting the signal without redstone. So there is a fun use right there for wireless redstone. We already kind of have this in the form of skulk sensors, but this could be another option for people who don't want to deal with the deep dark. Um, using wind charges as a way to send a signal across long distances without using redstone lines, I think a lot of people would really, really like that. Now, this obviously depends on um, how accurate you can be with a wind charge. If there's any sort of randomness to it being fired out of a dispenser, um, then it might be difficult to really pinpoint its destination. But if it is accurate, it would be really cool for this to this to be used for that. All right, guys, thank you so much for these ideas and thoughts. And if you would like yours to be read out on an upcoming episode, go to this episode on Spotify and interact with the Q&A post there. Or you can go over to the Discord. I have a whole channel dedicated to the Q&A segment. Uh, do that over there as well. And I will do my best to read out as many of those as I can in an upcoming episode. Speaking of the Discord, again, the link to the Discord is in the description below. So go ahead and check that out if you are interested in chatting with people about Minecraft, about the podcast about the one block challenge and other things like that. There's a lot of fun things happening over on the Discord. Now, speaking of the Discord and things that are happening on the Discord, there's a new thing going on in the Discord that I think a lot of you would be interested in taking part in. Uh, over on my YouTube channel, I have started a series called Project Outbound. And in this series, I am exploring a glitched world in Minecraft. Um, I'm flying around in spectator in creative mode, and I am exploring these amazing, infinitely repeating underground 
cavern systems and infinitely repeating mine shafts that just go on forever and ever. And it makes for some really, really cool terrain. Um, so I am giving you guys the option of uh, joining me on those explorations by loading up the Minecraft seed um, that I've provided on Discord and in my video. And uh, you can join me in the exploration of the seed and uh, post your discoveries on the Discord channel um, in my Discord server about uh, Project Outbound. Now, Project Outbound isn't just an exploration series. I'm also delving into some lore um, that I'm developing uh, about uh, my character who is uncovering secrets about a, a mysterious organization that had something to do with exploration. So if you're interested in lore and you're interested in glitched, broken worlds and exploring them, uh, you might want to take part in this project. So go on over to Discord and uh, also go visit my YouTube channel and catch up on that series. All right, let's get into the main discussion of this episode. And of course, this is a Friday episode. I'm going to be talking about the winners of this past One Block Challenge. This week's One Block Challenge, the theme was distance, and y'all had a lot of really cool ideas that I had to sort through and determine which were the top three. Um, and it wasn't easy, but uh, I finally narrowed it down to three, and um, after I read these and react to them, I will announce next week's One Block Challenge theme. So let's start here with third place, and in third place we have Yugat. And Yugat says, I have a block called the Homing Dispenser. You can craft it with a copper, a compass, and a dispenser. You could fill it with homing arrows, a normal arrow with copper, and it will shoot the nearest player or hostile mob. If you were holding a compass in your hand, it would not shoot you. With no armor, it would take four hearts of damage. Its radius is 15 blocks. You can't use the homing arrows in a, air, in a bow or crossbow. Yugit fell off a cliff while running away from a homing arrow. I think homing arrows would be really, really cool if they were expensive. Um, I like this idea. I think that it reminds me of some sort of security turret that you could put in your, in your um, base to protect it. Um, now, I think I would, this, this does need to be uh, nerfed quite a bit because this would be very powerful. I think that um, the arrows don't need to be giving a lot of damage. They need to be quite expensive to craft. I think adding copper into the crafting recipe would be good. And also making it so that you can't just shoot these out of a bow or a crossbow would also be good. Um, and maybe um, they don't target all entities um, all hostile entities. Maybe they only target a select few. Maybe it could be just the undead faction or maybe just the villager faction. Um, uh, I don't think it should target uh, players necessarily. I think that that would be quite a headache um, to have to hold a compass to avoid being targeted and shot by it. But I do like the idea of an arrow that sort of follows you around, sort of like a shulker bullet. Um, that would be really, really fun. Maybe they go slightly slower than a normal arrow. And um, again, the radius, I think, is a good idea, having a 15-block radius so that it's just not overpowered. It's not going to follow you all the way back home, or you know, it's not going to target a zombie or an enemy that's hundreds of blocks away, or, or, or within, within render distance, anyway. So I like this idea, and uh, yeah, congratulations, Yugit, on coming in third place. Second place here, we have HTNG2D. <laughs> um, I hope I'm saying that right. And they say, my idea for the one block challenge 
is the TP block or the teleport block. And if you name a block with the coordinates you found it at and then put it into the teleport block, then whenever you click it, it teleports you to where you found the block, which might be a good way to rival the Elytra. Now, I think this is a very creative spin on sort of like the Waystone uh, teleportation system that we see in a lot of uh, mods. Um, this requires you to actually travel to a location and then interact with a block and then bring it back to um, this teleportation block. Um, maybe you could have a system of these all over your world, but it does at least require you to do the legwork and travel to a location and then do some work, maybe, you know, mine out a block, bring it back. And it, the, for some reason, I guess the game remembers where this block came from. Maybe um, you have to put it through a process like renaming it to the coordinates. Um, I like that. I do think, you know, a few tweaks would probably be done by Mojang to make it fit more into the vanilla game. But I could see something like this working very well because, again, you do have to do the work. And um, it's not, um, it, and I imagine this would be quite an expensive block to craft. Definitely an end game thing. And of course, you know, rivaling the Elytra, obviously great. Um, maybe there could be a way for this to um, work with <laughs> um, minecarts and, and inter, inter, interact with minecart rail system so that you could... Uh, so that you could ride over the teleport block and then teleport to another rail system somewhere else in the world. Um, that might be fun as well. So congratulations, HT, on coming in second place. And then first place, we have Blaze. And Blaze says, hey, Rebel JC, I'm calling in today to tell you about my submission for the one block challenge called the launcher. It is crafted using dispenser, copper, gunpowder, and wind charges, and is powered by redstone. It can be loaded with items and launched in one of five directions. Now, I'm imagining this is, you know, forward, backward, left, right, and up. It would launch the same distance every time, so you can put a collection system right where it lands. If you need extra distance, you could hook up a hopper to another launcher and make a launch chain. When activated, the launcher creates a small shockwave which launches players and mobs about half the distance it launches blocks. The launcher will be a great help if you ever need some extra distance. Keep making great content. Sincerely, Blaze. I think that this would be really, really fun for um, item moving systems. Um, obviously, you know, making the aqueducts, the, the, the water, um, pathways, basically the conveyor belts we make with water sources, um, out of, across long distances, it can work. It can be really efficient, but it's kind of tedious, but wouldn't it be more fun to see these items instead of just going down a line on a, a water aqueduct, wouldn't it be even more fun to see these things jumping through the air, being launched over distances. I think that that would be more fun and uh, um, it, it would allow for more creativity. Um, also, the fact that this also launches players and mobs is really, really good. If you combine this with just the use of a wind charge, I think this would be really, really fun. Maybe you could wait, make a way for this to actually be a um a mob mover so instead of putting mobs in minecarts you just put them anywhere near these you know in, in a line of these um in these launchers and it just launches them from one launcher to the other and gets them where you want them to go and this could be a passive way for you to get around the world as well um say if you're afking at a place but you need to move around this could be a fun way to do that without having to use minecarts or or uh water sources so i like this idea a lot thank you so much Blaze for writing it, and congratulations on coming in first place.
Now, if I did not read your idea in this episode, don't worry. You have another chance, of course, in next week's One Block Challenge. The theme for next week's One Block Challenge is an interesting one. Next week's theme is multiply. So I want you to imagine a new block for Minecraft that has something to do with the theme of multiply. Only give me one idea. Now, previously, I would have said provide me the name of the block, a description of what it looks like, how and, and how you craft it and all that. Just give me the name of the block and what it does. Don't worry about all those other details. Just the name of the block what it does, and only give me one block idea. Keep your description simple and to the point. The winners will be announced in the next week's Friday's episode. Your due date for your idea to send it to me is next Wednesday. So next week, Wednesday, that's the deadline for the one block challenge. Again, the theme is multiply. So, And also, if you're confused as to what I mean by block, literally all I mean is anything that can be placed in the world in survival. That's what block means to me. So it can be something that you ride in, like a boat, but it can also be like a block, you know, just like a regular block of dirt. It can be any of those things. Also, it can be a change to an existing block. So if you think of a way to improve an existing block according to the theme of multiply, go for it. Um, but anyway, that being said, that'll bring us to the end of this episode. Send me your questions, thoughts, and ideas, anything that you would like for me to talk about in Minecraft in this podcast, send it to me to digstraightdowncast at gmail.com. The music featured on this podcast was created by Miles Roxalot, and I've been your host, Rebel JC. Until next episode, keep digging straight down. I will see you at Bedrock. <laughs>